0: Welcome back to the Eureka Natural Foods Wellness Podcast. Uh, In case anybody forgot, my name is Saraminda, and today here with me, I have a close friend and co-worker of
1: mine. Hi, my name is Alcina, and Saraminda and I work together in the wellness department. So, how was your weekend? (laughs) It was all right. Pretty slow, pretty relaxing. It's good to
0: have relaxing weekends, Mm -hmm. I believe.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What about you?
0: It was good. Actually, when was my weekend? Oh, it was last week.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday.
0: That's right. (laughs) So, uh, me and my partner went hiking in the Redwoods, which was nice. I think we're doing that every weekend.
1: Nice. Did you go up north?
0: Yes. Uh, Yes. But, yeah. So, anyway, today uh, we are talking about weight loss. And mostly we're talking about the different diets just to give all of you listeners an idea of what the diets are that are out there, including uh, towards the end, we'll talk a little bit about some of the supplements available for aiding in weight loss. But first, we want to kind of get groundwork done, which would include things like healthy diet, exercise, plenty of water, and Alcina here is going to be helping me talk about a few of these things that she's much more knowledgeable about, especially things like ketogenic diets and uh, intermittent fasting
1: and that kind of thing. I don't know if I know much more about it, but <laughs> I've been trying to practice it the last year and a half of my life here and there, so... The ketogenic a- diet? Um a little bit of a ketogenic it's kind of how it started um i was heavier in my body a few years ago um i was in a really dark place in my life and um i was ready to start changing some things and a person that i had met had exposed me to the ketogenic diet okay and um doing more of a fat based energy source type of diet right And i didn't realize that that was ketogenic at the time but um Mm -hmm that's kind of how I started that journey and it's and it's definitely changed and evolved over time and I'm still finding a balance with it which will take time but I've definitely noticed results with it so with the ketogenic diet um did you notice a lot
0: more like better mood emotional stability type thing as you started adhering to the ketogenic diet more
1: Um, Yeah, I would definitely say that there was more mental clarity and cognition. Um, It did take some adjusting and getting used to, though. Like in the very beginning, I had to switch from being a carb-based diet to a fat-based diet. And so when you're switching to more of a fat-based energy source in your diet – you're going to experience hunger pains because your body's like, oh my god, where's my sugar? Where's my carbs? Where's my starches? <laughs> where's I'm my starving. chocolate? Exactly, exactly. So the first, I would say, the first two weeks, at least, at least the first two weeks for me was, it was a little difficult. It was very challenging. Mm. I was not in a good mood. I was stressful. I was angry. I was, I felt hunger all the time. Um, but to manage that, to manage some of those periods of feeling hungry and having hunger pains. Um, I did incorporate MCT oil, I would snack on nuts, um, sardines, or nut butters as well, something that's fat-based, protein-based, lower in carbs, um, and then what, what else? It's been a little while, but...
0: Those are really great, because I snack on a lot of those things, but I actually don't do a ketogenic diet at all, I'm more of a paleo diet, which um, I was actually going to before we go into the paleo diet, I was going to make a quick note to everybody about the ketogenic diet, which I'm not sure if you know this, but uh, the ketogenic diet's actually been around since the 1920s.
1: I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's been around since the 1920s, and in the 1960s is when it came out with more MCT focal points in the diet. And then 19 let's see by 1971 the whole ketogenic diet was like 60 percent of your daily calories came from MCT but the reason the Mm. ketogenic started I found out was to treat pediatric epilepsy or seizures in children Mm. for the most part because using the high fat diet it starts uh Kind of recon, what was the word they used? This research was really great about epilepsy, but by having the high fat, good protein, and almost carbless diet, it helped with brain function and it started seeing a phenomenal decrease in epilepsy in children, mm, mm. which I thought was really great. And to this day, it's now being used for autism, depression, migraines, polycystic ovarian syndrome, diabetes. Well, Small, there's a currently a case, small case study going for improvement of diabetes type 2. And then uh, I guess there's a current clinical trial in using it to uh, use as part of a cancer therapy,
1: mm, mm. which
0: is really cool. Mm. I thought, at least. <laughs> so it's been around forever. It has a lot of health benefits. Uh, side note, if you do do ketogenic and you do not have a gallbladder or had recently had gallstones or kidney stones talk to your doctor or a naturopathic doctor first because there's a possibility you shouldn't be doing a ketogenic mm-hmm. diet.
1: Mm-hmm. Energy and very, very low carbs in your diet. So you're basically trying to switch your energy source from being mainly fat instead of glucose, sugar, or carbohydrates.
0: And a good amount of protein in mm-hmm. there. Always want to have your yeah. protein. Um. So next was... So a lot of people have been hearing about other diets as well, Mediterranean, paleo, raw food diets, and of course, your vegetarian, vegan, and flexitarianism, which I did not know a thing. (laughs) But so right now we have the paleo diet, which has been really big, and for good reason. Um, The paleo diet's short for a paleolithic diet, which... Kind of on the fence with the naming, but the basis of a paleo diet is heavy um, concentration on veggies, nuts, root, uh, various types of root vegetables, Mm. actually, um, fruit, and of course, very good meats. Um, No dairy, grains, sugar, legumes, processed oils, salt, alcohol, or coffee is involved in a true paleo diet. Um, There's also no processed or refined foods whatsoever. Um, And a lot of paleo diets do not include things like dairy Mm -hmm. uh, because they are secondary um, animal sources. Uh, The original information for a paleolithic diet or a paleo diet came from talking well, from a researcher who was excluding foods from the dawn of the Neolithic Revolution. So, no foods that would fall under agriculturally grown. So, grains, rices, um, wheats, those types of things are predominantly excluded from the diet. But that kind of ties in really well with the raw food diet as well. Mm-hmm. And you do a little bit of raw food diet mostly um, as on top of the ketogenic or?
1: Not really. I, I kind of like fall somewhere between doing like a paleo ketogenic diet. Depends okay. on where I am like in the time of year where, where like if I'm giving myself a little bit more lenience with my, with my diet and I start to catch myself like slipping out of the healthy cycle and routine, I'll go back to... Um, focusing more on being fat-based or protein-based, like a paleo diet. Um, I had considered doing a raw foods diet um, years ago when I was in high school and going through vegetarianism and considering veganism as well. I didn't actually follow through with committing to a raw foods diet but i did tamper with like a few raw foods diet recipes here and there and played around with it gotcha making like milks and spreads and stuff like that
0: yeah whereas i'm in between a paleo diet and a raw food diet and for those of you who don't know a raw food diet is exactly as it sounds you are not heating or cooking your food in any form as much as possible it includes raw fruits veggies nuts seeds um, there are sprouted grains. Um, it's really heavy on so far, so talking about how nutrient destruction happens when you heat foods, or and um, you can the wow, I can't talk. Sorry, <laughs> uh, you can blend or dehydrate the foods, which is really great for just preserving foods long term since mm-hmm. fresh raw foods in general just don't last that long. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a really great way to do vegetarianism or veganism, because a lot of those are really heavy on the veggies and fruit diet.
1: Now, (laughs) with like doing the raw foods diet, you can do like dried fruits and things like that.
0: Yeah, like I said, you can do any dehydrated foods because they, unless they're adding stuff, you'll find like a lot of, um, a lot of the like dried mangoes Mm. dried prunes stuff like that you know if you're not careful you're getting a lot of added sugars so you always want to double check
1: now would a raw foods diet be something good for someone who's going through cancer treatment because you're not putting your food through an oxidation process through exposing it to high temperatures
0: it would be a really good idea of course talk to your naturopathic it is the um leading concept from gerson He was a scientist in the early 1900s who figured out basically how to cure cancer using a raw fruit and veggie regimen along with some supplementation and by changing the diet. Um, And his program's amazing. Mm. So that all brings us kind of round to vegetarianism, veganism, and the rise of flexitarianism or pescatarianism Mm. or... All of that. Now, for those of you who don't know, which I would find that hard to believe, a vegetarian does not consume any meat. Pretty much Mm -hmm. self-explanatory. They don't eat meat. Um, Vegans do not eat meat or any animal byproducts. So no meat, no dairy, no eggs. Um, And for a lot of people, it works really well. Um... And then, of course, there is flexitarianism, which I just found out is an actual thing, mm. which is occasionally you have poultry or eggs or some form of dairy, just mm. occasionally. Mm. But otherwise, it's a vegetarian diet with the occasional meat or animal byproduct, um, which I thought was nice. Some of the health benefits for being a vegetarianism, flexitarian, or vegan is... Because the foods you're eating are vegetables and fruits and even eating good quantities of that, the number of calories you're intaking is still super low. Mm-hmm. So you end up losing weight really well that way as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you practiced a vegetarian or vegan diet at any period in your life?
0: Once for a week when I was in <laughs> high school. Mm.
1: It did not go well.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm a... I'm a carnivore.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. Some of us are different. We all need our own thing.
0: Yeah. Um, Have you heard of the eat right for your blood type?
1: I have heard of it. Um, It definitely rings a bell in the back of my mind, but I, I don't know much about it. M- much about it
0: <laughs> so the eat right for your blood type was this whole recipe book and set of like quick reference notes and booklets and a uh, whole research on how your blood type can dictate what kind of foods are good for you and what aren't mm. just based on your blood type which funnily enough i am type o personally mm-hmm. and In the book for the Eat Right for Your Blood Type, in the list of foods, it kind of talks about how the O blood type is the one blood type that should probably not try being a vegan or vegetarian Mm. because we do actually need animal protein at some point in our diet Mm. at least twice a week. Twice to three times a week, I think. Once to three times a week. Wow, I cannot talk today. Once to three times a week, it talks about uh, people with O blood types needing meat. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. But it goes into other things like good supplements for your blood type, good herbs to use for different ailments, and then uh, even what kind of condiments for your foods are good. Mm. So, of course, nobody has like mayo or ketchup as a good one in their diet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even though we would like it to be. Uh
0: The best
1: ones. The best
0: ones. (laughs) Yes. Most of the very tasty condiments are not listed as far as it goes in diet, but they are really great books to pick up or uh, good to check online and see, uh, just kind of do some more research on your own. The eat right for your blood type is really beneficial for mm-hmm. a lot of people and really does help you see the difference between foods that are working like a medication in your body. It's working mm-hmm. like a medicine, medication, medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, which ones are just literally foods? They're all your body just uses the calories, and which ones actually, in the long run, just don't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so really good books to check out, lots of good information. Uh, moving on to other diets, what do you know about Atkins diet?
1: Oh, I don't know very much about the Atkins diet. I just remember when I was younger hearing all the adults around me going. I'm gonna do the Atkins diet. and you just stop eating bread, pasta, and that's it. And and that's really all I knew about it growing up when I first heard about it. And um, at the time when I was an adolescent, I was like very much against like the whole idea of following a fad diet. So I was like Atkins diet. I don't want to. I don't need to know anything about that. I'm not gonna do any kind of dieting thing. <laughs> so like all I know is it's it's low carb, no bread, no pasta. And if I am thinking correctly or remembering correctly, it's pretty comparable to a keto diet or a paleo diet.
0: It is. So they kind of the Atkins diet kind of came out was one of like the huge fad diet that came from the ketogenic diets in the Mm -hmm. earlier days. Um, And you're right. The Atkins diet basically restricts or eliminates carbs and 2003 to 2004 was like it's prime Mm -hmm. of when it was around most of the time people just generally try to adhere to a low carb diet or start doing something more paleo or keto which are all super low in carbs actually any of the good diet any of the good diets sorry (laughs) any of the diets we're talking about today are actually low carb or completely eliminated carbs Mm -hmm. um At least from, like, grain, wheat sources, any Mm -hmm. of the naturally occurring, you know, carbohydrates in raw veggies and fruits would be different. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it did, the whole Atkins diet did catapult that whole product line, which claimed bankruptcy in 2005, I found out.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: so that's why we don't see those boxes of Atkins meals absolutely everywhere (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Oh, yeah the last diet that we're okay I lied not the last diet one one of our last diets on the list is the Mediterranean diet which have you heard a lot about about this
1: again um I've heard about it growing up but I didn't really look into it because I was like when I was younger I always thought like you don't need to follow a fat diet just like eat fruits eat vegetables eat meat sometimes yeah if it comes in a box it's probably not food. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know much about the Mediterranean So, listeners, diet.
0: this is actually very good advice because regardless of what diet you choose, try and stick to the perimeter of the store like your mother and grandmother always told you because that's where your produce and your meat. And, yes, your your bakery and the dairy but if you're still getting your bread once in a while and if you have any type of dairy in your diet still depending on what kind of diet you are adhering to you're still only walking the perimeter of the store and going down those center aisles are just so much so much convenience it's just very convenient (laughs) and so many tasty snacks Mm -hmm. which we really need to stay away from but it's hard (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's okay to give yourself permission once in a while to not be so hard on yourself but yeah but yeah stay true to what you need when you stay true to your medicine
0: yeah food is medicine let medicine be what that's wrong let your food be your medicine tyson your food x medicine that be your food. out <laughs> don't let me let me mess up the storm motto. tyson ah. x that out um yes uh let food be your medicine what is that phrase <laughs> <laughs> let, you just said it.
1: Let food be your medicine. Let your medicine be your food.
0: Yes. Okay. I just kept we, messing we it up. We both
1: are probably messing it up. We're now, probably both but... oh, messing it okay. up. But you get
0: the idea. Food is medicine, medicine is your food. Treat your body well. Um so for the Mediterranean diet, sorry. <laughs> it was <a> long little <laughs> venture off there. Mediterranean diet. Um, this has been being used a lot for uh what have they been using this for? Right? For heart health more than anything, but also for weight loss and diabetes. And there were a lot of studies in 2008 that was showing uh, weight loss in people with diabetes um, by doing the Mediterranean diet. This also, as with any diet, includes active lifestyle. Um, the Mediterranean diet uh, focuses on low red meat. No sugar, low saturated fats, high in produce, so fruits, veggies, all that, um, high in nuts, olive oils, beans, grains, legumes, fish, and seafood. Good grains, as in gluten-free type grains, the healthy ones. Mm -hmm. You want to stick to those. Um, moderate dairy, poultry, um, and this is meant to be an eating pattern more mm-hmm. than a full-blown structured diet, like, say, the keto mm-hmm. diet, maybe, at times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but also a really good diet, you do, if you're using it for weight loss, of course, calorie restriction, pay mm-hmm. attention to what you're putting in your body. Um The last diet we're talking about is intermittent fasting, which is something Alcina and I both do Um, from time to time. Alcina, better than I do because I have no self-control sometimes. (laughs) 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 So, Alcina, what can you tell me about intermittent fasting?
1: Um, So, the intermittent fasting kind of coincides... When I first started to practice intermittent fasting, it coincided with when I started to incorporate a ketogenic based diet in my life and what the intermittent fasting did for me was it would come it would help me get started with improving my relationship with food um it would allow me to recognize in my body when i'm actually hungry or when i just think i'm hungry um so it got me more in touch with my body and listening to the messages that I was, I was feeling in my gut, um, not just in my gut, but also in my mind. Um, it helped me to recognize, am I actually eating out of necessity or am I eating out of uh, boredom or as a coping mechanism or anything like that? Um, you know, a lot of us can slip into that kind of eating pattern too. Um, yeah. Sorry, oh, no, I didn't mean okay. to cut oh, you. Okay. No, no <laughs> worries. What, did you want to say something? We're oh fine. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so for those of you who don't know, is uh, intermittent fasting is a way to basically fast in either uh, whole day intervals, alternate day intervals, or time restriction during the day. Now, when mm-hmm. I do intermittent fasting, I will go multiple days or I'll do a whole day slowly come back on to solid food mm. do a whole day slowly
1: come back on to solid food kind of mm. depends how do mm-hmm. you do it um so mine's mine's changed throughout the the course of my time practicing it because my body's changed so when I first started doing it um, I initially just practiced um, time restricted fasting initially because like my relationship with food was um, really out of control. So I would give myself, uh, a prolonged period in the morning time before I had breakfast just to get myself comfortable with like not eating, like, r- like letting my body feel hungry. Right. And so as I became more comfortable with that and I started to realize like, oh, this is what hunger actually feels like. Um, and where I was in my body weight, um, I would practice one full day here and there, like of day a week. And then on the days that I, would incorporate meals and food I would do I would put off breakfast until around afternoon um I didn't have it on a set schedule mainly I would wake up in the morning and do what my morning routines were which would be like have a cup of coffee with some cinnamon and then like sit down and read for a little bit take a walk and then go to the gym and as soon as I'd come home from the gym and would take a shower and take care of myself then I would have breakfast so I would do physical activity or physical physically active um things And then when I was done doing that, I would have my first meal. And it would just vary how long it would take to do those activities. And that helped a lot. And now, um, with where I am, because I got my body back into a a weight that felt way more comfortable for my size, I no longer did a full day without eating because I didn't really need that anymore. And so I started to let myself... um, just have breakfast till after I had my morning routine. So like wake up, have coffee,, right. read, walk, go to the gym, come home, shower, and then do breakfast. And again, that would just depend on what time in the morning I woke up, how long it would take to do all that. Um, now I started I started I, I was getting a little over controlling with it, so I started to let myself have breakfast here and there. It's like give yourself permission to like do things if it feels right. And so I was starting to slip out of intermittent fasting for a little while because I felt like I was being too much of a control freak with it. And I have to let myself, like, let go of certain things sometimes so I'm not, like, crazy about things. Right. Like, obsessive compulsive. <laughs> and so. We all have a little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So now with where I am and that, um, I'll still put off the first meal or breakfast until usually I've been awake for about three to five hours. And it depends on what I did that morning since, like, uh, work schedule's different um, three out of five days of the work week. It, it really varies on what time I start work and what I'm doing at work and what I'm going to be doing after work also with how I do my meals and my eating. Um, but, yeah, now I'm starting to feel like, oh, it's a new year. Winter's kind of slowing me down. I think it's going to be t- a good time to start incorporating a little bit more intermittent fasting, maybe, like, adding a day a week for... A few weeks here and there just to kind of, like, not focus on winter. Give oh, right. my mind something else to focus was like, on winter. Because it's winter, winter
0: you want to curl up in a blanket and eat chocolate and have hot cocoa and not do anything. Be lazy. Yeah, be lazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, a lot of the information that you guys are going to find online concerning intermittent fasting is going to talk about time restricting or alternate day fasting and then it's going to say that you can eat whatever you want when you're allowed to eat Um, if you're trying to lose weight if you're trying to achieve a healthier lifestyle make healthier choices adhere to some form of healthier diet choices while you are fasting because that's what's going to be really helpful um There are a few studies on intermittent fasting. One shows, you know, a really great weight loss by doing intermittent fasting. Um, Another showed a great decrease in bodily inflammation just from Mm. the entire digestive Mm. tract. And a new study linked it to a lower risk of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and aging. Um, because the whole body is working just a little bit better by doing the fasting.
1: I mean, it's a great tool for detoxing as well.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the diets that we wanted to talk about today. We've got a few out there. So here's what we want to let you guys know about first of all, because we get a lot of customers that want to come in and they want the miracle pill, the thing that's going to make them lose the most weight, the fastest, and we got to set down some ground rules for everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just a couple. Um, They are, are you on a healthy diet? Mm -hmm. Are you adhering to a healthy diet? Uh, Next one is, are you working out regularly? Are you having some form of exercise that is greatly benefiting your body that is different from what you've been doing normally as far as where you're concerned exercise Mm -hmm. wise and are you drinking enough water Mm -hmm. now we talked about this with the cleanses and the fasts and the detoxes water is really important to human health to all health any form of health in any type of species you need to be having adequate amount of water which, like I said last time, is not 64 ounces. It is if you're 128 pounds. If you want to have enough water in your diet, you do want to take your weight, how many pounds you are, half that number, that's the number of ounces you should be drinking Mm. per day. And that's a pretty good rule all around. And it does depend if you have other health issues or other restrictions, whether or not you're able to even drink that much. So that is totally up to you guys something you want to talk to your doctor about right now we're going to kind of switch gears and we are going to talk about the supplements for weight loss um so first of all when you're starting a weight loss regimen that includes a diet change um sometimes people peak with their weight loss Mm -hmm. um Instead of doing a supplement, did you do a cleanse or a detox is the first thing you should ask yourself because those things are going to be really helpful for boosting your weight loss and kind of keeping you on the right track. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things we have as far as a cleanse goes that's really good for specifically for um, dieting and weight loss is the Nature's Secret 15 Day Weight Loss Support Cleanse and Flush. And yes, that is a huge mouthful. And it can be found Mm -hmm. at Eureka Natural Foods here in Eureka. Um, And it's a really great uh, way to kind of step up your weight loss or um, kind of get over that peak, you know, where Mm -hmm. you're losing weight and suddenly you just stop. Mm -hmm. But you're still doing everything right. That's when you start switching it up. And that, of course, is then and only then. Should we start talking
1: about supplements for mm. weight loss? So basically, you're saying if I want to incorporate a supplement to aid in my weight loss regimen, it's best to take it when I'm reaching a plateau, and what I'm already doing as far as diet and mindful movement. Not you don't
0: necessarily have to already be at your plateau. That's definitely a good spot to kind of see how a supplement's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything. What happens most of the time uh, when working with customers in the store is customers will ask, where's the weight loss supplements? What burns the most fat? Which will make me lose the most weight. Mm -hmm. Um, And the easy answer for everybody listening, unfortunately, is none of them. Because unless you are on a very healthy diet are on an exercise regimen are drinking enough water and you have done a cleanser detox or have done some fasting supplements are not going to be your great savior. Mm -hmm. You do need to think about your body and incorporate healthy lifestyle choices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, having said all that, here's what we have for supplements when we do get to that point (laughs) Um, and you were saying earlier today that you didn't, hadn't had much experience with the weight loss supplements.
1: No, uh, no. The only ones that I use that, that are, that can be sold as weight loss supplements, but are also sold as, um, like just wellness supplements as well for like, um, athletic performance or immune boosting or even just joint tissue repair. Um, I've used MCT oil as a supplement to help with weight loss, but I use that more for curbing, I guess that's for weight loss, for curbing appetite when I was doing intermittent fasting and also switching to more fat-based diets so I wasn't experiencing hunger pangs from uh, lowering my carb intake. Okay. Um, Uh,
0: For those of you who don't know, MCT is medium-chain triglycerides. They're a fatty acid found in... Well, found in a lot of things. MCT is the extracted form, and most of the ones you see in supplement form or you see in liquid form are almost always derived MCTs extracted from coconut oil. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, and they have been shown to uh, promote fat loss and inhibit fat storage, raise metabolic function, and energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So really good stuff. Um, so really quick, uh, green tea, garcinia, and uh, forscalin. Those have been the three major headers for uh, aiding in weight loss in the last couple of years. Um, green tea has been shown to raise the metal- metabolic rate in large doses. And I do mean large doses. So you do need to be careful. High Over everything in moderation. And unfortunately, super high doses of green tea can be toxic to your body. As with anything, doing incredibly high doses, you do want to watch what you're doing. Uh, Forskolin is another supplement. It had two reputable studies um, on weight loss. Unfortunately, uh, even though it's been heralded as a great weight loss supplement it's mostly only beneficial for men in shifting body weight composition so where the weight's settled um and increasing muscle mass not necessarily in weight loss garcinia uh also has been the biggest one hca from our garcinia everything um does actually promote some low level weight loss and does promote some appetite uh, suppression again. There are still new studies and reports coming out. You'll want to do some research on your own to see if Garcinia is right for you. It has been leaked to some other contraindications, so just be very wary and do extra research. Um, what's another popular supplement we've been t- having a lot about? Uh, raspberry ketones, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, that one's an interesting one. I don't know much about the raspberry ketones.
0: Yeah. Raspberry ketones are kind of weird. So ketones are found in raspberries, blackberries, all those specific types of berries. And it's what gives them their really powerful aroma. It's the chemical in them that gives them their really powerful aroma. Um, Unfortunately, it is heinously expensive to make from raspberries to extract the ketones from raspberries. So almost all the raspberry ketone supplements you see are actually synthetically made Mm. they're not Mm. there's no all natural but it can break down um it can help increase fat breakdown and releases this hormone that can regulate your metabolism that actually does help regulate uh metabolism and blood sugar levels um Wow, we do have a lot of supplements for weight loss. There's and a lot. <laughs> you do want to do extra research. Uh, let's see. Lecithin is a fat emulsifier. Um, it does have a lot of other health benefits, which we're not really going to go into too much because that is a huge topic for later. Um, now, one of the ones that I personally like and I take uh, is gymnema. Have you heard of Gymnema?
1: I've heard of it being used to help with regulating blood sugar and glucose levels. Um, it
0: does. It's really great for that. Um, but my favorite thing about it is sugar cravings. If you put the tablet on your tongue mm-hmm. and swish it around in your mouth before swallowing it, it helps with um, sugar cravings for like sugary food in general, mm. like sweets. But not only that, but if you do enough of it, when you do eat sweets, even though you've already had your gymnema by swishing it around on your tongue a lot, mm-hmm. um, if you were to have sweets, say, an hour later after having it on your tongue for a while, the taste of sweets is not that tasty anymore. Oh, it's that's It's kind of changed how your taste buds uh, interact with sugary foods. Okay. So, yes, it's really, he- and then taken internally, blocks sugar absorptions, has appetite suppression, and uh, has a lot of health benefits for diabetics.
1: Okay. I uh, didn't know that it would alter the, the taste or at least the intensity of the sweetness of sugar.
0: It does. It kind of gives it a, it, personally, it gives it a kind of just a completely unsatisfying flavor. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I have found it very beneficial in my uh, endeavors to lose weight, personally. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Going through sweet tooth periods.
0: Yes. Um, A really great weight loss supplement's going to be green coffee bean extract, which um, is exactly as it sounds, and I'm sure all of you have heard about it, but it's very high in antioxidants, and it is a weight loss aid and does... Have some research showing it is a fat burner, but it can also lower blood pressure, normalize blood sugar, and decrease cholesterol. Hmm. So again, Heart Healthy Month is on its way in February. Definitely something worth looking into, everybody. Like I said, looking into, not just taking high doses of it and not
1: knowing how it'll affect you. Mm -hmm. And then, um... On that green coffee bean supplement, um... Since so it states that it's uh, good for heart health and can help with blood pressure and reducing cholesterol levels, is it high in caffeine? It is actually,
0: um, I believe it's around this, you know, I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it was a, slightly higher than the heated one, than the actual coffee beans um what happens when it's heated cuz coffee beans are heated to like 475 oh yes yes okay lots more caffeine i remember now there is more caffeine in green coffee bean extracts um it does give some people the jitters and again because of the caffeine content you do want to talk to your doctor before taking it um depending on how your blood pressure and cholesterol levels are but what happens with coffee is because it's heated to almost was it four hundred and seventy five degrees Fahrenheit um, to be roasted. We start losing what's it called chlorogenic acid, mm. which is the chemical component of green coffee beans that is the weight loss aid and fat burner and has all the health benefits. Mm. And, you know, as with a lot of foods, when we heat them to a certain temperature, they start significantly losing out on nutrients that our body may need or want. Mm -hmm. Um, CLA. So I only recently did a bunch of research on CLA. Mm -hmm. Do you know much about it?
1: That's another one that uh, a lot of customers that come in frequently ask about it. But I, I hadn't heard of it until I started working here. And um, I hadn't looked that deeply into the metabolic support supplements because I've always just thought, eat the right food, move your body enough, and you'll be okay. Right. So, no, I I don't know much about how CLA works and where it comes from.
0: CLA, you know, I forgot to write down where it came from. But the research suggests uh, that it does increase weight loss. One of its... uh, I do remember where it comes from. The best sources of CLA, everybody, is, uh, funnily enough, meat and uh, dairy byproducts. Mm. So cheese, yogurts, stuff like that. Yes, I think I gave somebody permission to have a whole block <laughs> of cheese. Please don't do that. Um, Yes. It can increase weight loss. It is a muscle builder. Um, it actually aids in the full blown building of muscles, um, which is really helpful and it can improve digestion. Now when we're getting it from food, we're always getting it like in lower levels. If you are trying to achieve weight loss, fat burning type things, um, 1.8 to 7 grams of cla is what the research has shown to be beneficial whereas in our everyday the average human only consumes about 500 milligrams to 800 milligrams of cla oh wow so everybody be aware this is highly concentrated in the supplement form to give those effects um and it does have other health benefits including immunity uh bone building and uh it's beneficial for allergies asthma and arthritis
1: oh wow i did not know it was good for some of those other ailments
0: i right um and i would love to talk about that one more actually or at least research it more to Mm -hmm. see what that's all about because those are some really great benefits for a singular product Mm -hmm. um The last one we're going to go into is apple cider vinegar, Mm. which has been around forever and is still one of the leading ways for weight loss. Uh, Of course, it comes in cycles. So Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, apple cider vinegar, not so much. Now that I'm an adult, definitely apple cider vinegar. When my mom was growing up, it was apple cider vinegar all the time. Mm -hmm. And then before then, not so much. So apple cider vinegar... Um, we're not going to go into too much cuz teaser for next time guys. Mm. We're going to be talking about coconut, uh coconut everything. Um all the way up to MCT oils and then apple cider vinegar. We're going to be talking about our two number one fads mm. and how they are beneficial and a couple of ways they are not. But for now, Apple cider vinegar um, is still used and still shows a lot of uh, benefits. That is not what I meant to say. Still being used today for uh, increasing satiety. Satiety? I don't know how to pronounce that word.
1: Satiety. Satiety. I always pronounce it the other way, too.
0: Okay. So, uh, (laughs) less hunger. Brings your hunger down. Um, Weight loss. And it can... Over time, actually, on a fairly regular basis, can start decreasing your daily calorie intake because throughout the day you just start feeling more full.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah.
0: very beneficial for people who are doing fasting or intermittent fasting. Um, and it has been shown to help lower cholesterol. And there are a slew of other health benefits, but we will get to it next time. Um, any topics we didn't cover, Alcina? as far as weight um,
1: loss goes oh as, as far as like diet and supplements i mean it's always good to to practice mindful moving as well get getting your body get yeah. in touch with your body and how you move and how you feel physically how you navigate through your environment that's oh, also very important
0: yep absolutely um, the one other thing I wanted to mention for everybody listening out there is fiber. Mm. Fiber supplements or increasing your fiber intake is really beneficial for gut health, but it also aids in weight loss because you're filling up your stomach. Um, so you're less likely to eat as much if your diet consists of a good amount of fiber, uh, which caloric restriction is the, still the number one way to lose weight. Um, No matter what year it is. That's one fad (laughs) that isn't going away. Definitely take your fiber. It'll be helpful. Um, And then, of course, there are shakes, uh, protein shakes that have extra fiber Mm -hmm. and your greens so they can be full-blown meal replacers and different things like that. And, of course, as we always say, everybody is different. So Mm -hmm. what's working for your best friend and they've dropped 20 pounds this last month, may not necessarily work for you. So it's just a matter of going about it with an open mind and kind of feeling different diets and different supplements out and different exercise regimes out and seeing what works with you best.
1: You get in touch with your very own uniqueness.
0: Yes. (laughs) Do it. This is the year to do it, 2018. Um... So, yes, of course, if anybody has any more questions out there, they are more than welcome to email us at uh, the wellness's email, which is wellness at Eureka Natural And of course, come in. We have two locations here in Eureka and McKinleyville, and anybody on our staff is going to be more than happy to answer your questions and show you the different products we have, which we do have. Quite a few. I don't have listed the employee favorites today because, well, I didn't get around to it. But (laughs) there's a lot of companies that carry a lot of great things that are going to be beneficial for weight loss, and we've got a lot of options for everybody. Uh, Disclaimer that we have to do at the end Mm -hmm. we are not doctors. We cannot diagnose you. We can also not uh, recommend or subscribe subscribe prescribe (laughs) prescribe we cannot recommend or prescribe any major changes to lifestyle diet nutritional intake or anything like that um and i forgot the rest of the disclaimer but you can't put anything on us
1: We don't cure or diagnose diseases and it's wise to always consult with your doctor or a close practicing naturopathic doctor before you make any massive changes in your lifestyle habits. Thank you, everybody.
0: We'll see you next time for all of your fad foods, coconut
1: and apple cider vinegar. Thank you, everybody.